baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. It is never too early to start planning for holiday travel. I know it still feels like summer outside, but Thanksgiving and Christmas, not that far off. To get a jump start on your planning, we are joined by Casey Carr from Sharon Carr Travel here on today's Ask the Expert. Casey, thank you so much for the time. Hi, David. Great to be with you. Time is kind of strange right now because it's we're still dealing with temperatures in the 90s, but we should start planning our trips in the middle of winter here. When is the proper time that people should start looking at booking for both Thanksgiving and Christmas? Well, you know, holiday travel is is prime season. It's it's historically very high season for travel. So it's always good to start planning as far out as possible, usually about six months. So when you're thinking about uh, uh, Thanksgiving, let's say, we're, we're already a little bit late to start planning for Thanksgiving. I actually booked a Thanksgiving trip this year for the first time ever because I my son is in uh, kindergarten. So now we're subject to his, his uh, holidays. So I actually booked a Thanksgiving trip this year. Um, we booked it about two months ago and availability was already dwindling at that point. Um, so I can imagine it's... Uh, it's dwindling a little bit more now. You know, people like to stay home and be with their families for Thanksgiving, but it's also a time when, when uh, teachers have off and students have off, so it's a good time for people to go on vacation. Christmas time is the highest travel time of the year, so it's important to get, uh, and that includes luxury vacations. It's not just people coming home for Christmas; it's uh, people taking advantage of that time off, and and uh, uh, it's uh, it's six to seven months out is when you need to be booking for Christmas. Um, and even worse is spring break. There, there's there's a lot of savvy moms out there right now booking their spring break travel. Uh, and every year in, in November, December timeframe, we get people calling us up saying, hey, I want to book spring break. And they're shocked to find out that uh, all the availability is gone or, or if there is any availability, it's priced very high. So those are all things that you're going to encounter when you're planning holiday travel. One of the things that kind of scares me as a traveler is just I hear all these stories about a potential strike and that, you know, even during the summertime, we were saying that there weren't enough pilots. And so just the availability was so much more different um, when it comes to flying, because I have family on coast to coast. So I automatically think of flying. How good are options nowadays outside of flying? Like, buses and train travel. I mean, we're hearing about these new trains like in Florida and, you know, in Texas, obviously that's, that's been a long time <laughs> conversation, but how good is that type of travel here in the States? Um, Not great, especially in relation to the rest of the world. You know, I saw a graphic the other day that, that uh, showed the train lines in Europe and compared them with the trains lines in the United States. And it's, it's this, there's no comparison. There's There are trains everywhere in Europe. Uh, it's a very easy way to get around. There are trains here, obviously, and it's a wonderful way to travel. It takes uh, quite some time, around two days from Dallas to Chicago. 
Um, so, you know, it's, if you have the time to spend, it's a really wonderful leisurely and, and scenic way to travel. Um, bus travel is, is, uh, doable. <laughs> it's not the, uh, it's not the most comfortable or best way to travel, but, but, uh, we have a lot of bus routes around the country. There are some very nice, um, options like Vaughn Lane, if you've ever heard of them, they're like a first class bus service. Um, and they're, they're very nice. I know people who've, who've uh, traveled on them and they're gaining more and more routes. But uh, the reality is that, that uh, air travel is still the, the quickest and, and least expensive way to get around the country. Do people still want the destination vacations for their Thanksgiving or their Christmas holidays? Yes, absolutely. And uh, David, this is one thing that, that um, we, back in the 90s, we started sending people on Thanksgiving vacations. Every year we started our, our Thanksgiving trips and we would send people to London, we would send people to Paris and simple trips. So a week getaway that just takes advantage of that time frame, that window that they have off so that they can uh, they don't have to take time off of work. They can take advantage of their vacation days. Uh, and that's very important to people, especially students, uh, families who have uh, school age children and teachers. Uh, it's very, very important to uh, for them to use those holidays because they don't get a lot of time off during the year. They have their whole summers off. Um, so they have to take advantage of those. And a, a, a huge portion of people travel over Thanksgiving and Christmas to destinations on luxury vacations. Is there any financial benefit to traveling in a group? Are you able to get any kind of discounts or better rates? Yes, typically there. And it depends on where you're looking. But for example, you can get air contracts. Typically, a group is 10 or more people. Sometimes it's 20 or more people. Um, so you can get a discounted air contract. You can get a discounted ho hotel contract. If you're doing something like a cruise, you can get not only a discounted cruise fare, but if you're the group leader and you bring, like, let's say it's typically 16 people, you get your 17th and 18th person free. So your cabin could be, potentially be free. If you get, let's say, a family reunion that has 20 staterooms, uh, you can travel for free and everybody will get a discount and maybe some amenities as a result, like uh, champagne in your room or uh, chocolate covered strawberries, something like that. Let's talk about some destinations that might not be the first that would come to mind for Thanksgiving or Christmas travel. Any ideas, what, any suggestions people might want to take? Well, um, yes, you know, the I'll give you the most exotic destination that I know, Antarctica. Uh, opens in in November. There are are cruises that are sailing to Antarctica in November. It's not the prime time to go. You don't you won't see the highest concentration of animals. That happens in January February timeframe, um, and the weather is best in January February timeframe. So remember, you have to cross the dreaded Drake Passage to get to Antarctica. So those are all things to take into consideration. But you can also find some extremely reasonable. Uh, reasonably priced Antarctica cruises. Now, reasonably priced, let's say in the neighborhood of six to seven thousand per person. It's a it's a very expensive trip, but that's a cruise that used to sell for fifteen thousand per person just uh, five or six years ago. So the the prices have really come down. And and if you're traveling in the in the shoulder season, you know you're not going to have a bad time. You're going to see amazing wildlife. You're going to see penguins and and whales and and all the things that you see in Antarctica. Uh, just not in the highest concentrations, and you're going to get a better price. What are some really good uh, trips that you would suggest for families with kids? Well, um, 
I like cruising. And in fact, I have a cruise booked on Royal Caribbean with my family, my whole family uh, and my wife and kids in December. And it's a, it's a Christmas cruise. We're not going to be gone over Christmas, but we'll be gone right up until uh, Christmas. And uh, I can just tell you this from experience that, that traveling with kids is difficult, especially very young kids. My kids are three and five. Um, and we we took a cruise to uh, Alaska last May. And we were on Holland America, which is a wonderful cruise line, not the best cruise line for kids, it turns out, um, which we knew that going in, but but uh, we we booked because family was booked on board. Um, and they don't have a lot for kids to do. So we, we ended up spending a lot of our time trying to figure out ways to uh, uh, keep our kids occupied and, and burn off some of that little boy energy. Um, but on Royal Caribbean, you know, that, that ship is designed for kids. We're going to be sailing out of Galveston. It's a very simple cruise. Um, and we're, my wife and I are going to have a chance to get away and enjoy a little bit of beach time with our, with our family and our kids, and also give our kids off to the kids program that, uh, is on board Royal Caribbean and is actually really robust. They'll, they'll learn things on board the ship. Um, they have, uh, they'll, they have, uh, science experiments that they have them do. They have an entire deck of the ship devoted to children. So it's a, it's just a wonderful option, uh, if you're a family with small kids to keep them occupied, occupied. Cause if you're, if you've ever traveled with kids, that's the point. Your, your vacation revolves around keeping yeah. your, your kids occupied and kind of keeping them off your case. Uh, so something like Royal Caribbean, or of course the, the incredible Disney cruises, which uh, are about two to three times the cost of a, a Royal Caribbean cruise, let's say, but, but uh, worth it. It's a, it's a wonderful experience for families. You've mentioned the fact that Disney cruises are incredible for families, but also there is still a hunger for travel in this country. As we saw Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day, all setting records for a number of people getting out of town while they can. You're expecting that same thing for the holidays this year because we have that hunger for travel thanks to the pandemic? Yes. Yeah, I think that is uh, left over from the pandemic. I think it, I think there are a lot of people who are still a little bit um, uh, trepidatious about traveling overseas and um, also looking at uh, airfare prices uh, in, in terms of traveling overseas. So, so domestic destinations, uh, look better and better. And we have some incredible places to visit in this country. You know, we have, we're, we're filled with national parks. Um, every state has something to see. You can just set out from your front front door on a wonderful road trip, um, or hop a flight to, to, uh, the Pacific Northwest. And uh, you can do the Pacific Coast Highway. You can hop a flight to the Pacific Northwest. And going back to trains, Amtrak has some wonderful routes um, like the uh, Coastal Starlight that goes from Seattle to California or the uh, uh, the Empire Express, I believe is what it's called, that goes from Seattle over to Glacier National Park in Montana. Um, and those uh, the rates on those those trips are are reasonable. And and they're wonderful. They're, they're incredible places to see. New York City, uh, Savannah. There, there are just so many different destinations. We've done them all over the years. Um, we've uh, And we've tried to build them around uh, local holidays as well. We, we do a July 4th package every year um, that uh, where we go somewhere to see the incredible fireworks displays. It's Casey Carr from Sharing Car Travel. Casey, thank you as always. My pleasure. Great to be with you guys. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.